Bergkamp. Perez. Walter makes a run ahead of it. Bergkamp suddenly changed pace through the centre. It's Bergkamp! That's magnificent! The move, and then this, which left Dabby's ass totally stranded. Hello and welcome to Burkat Wandland, the podcast where the person running the podcast has no idea what the game, what day the game is on. Uh, yes, people, I did think the game was on Sunday until uh, Ellis and John told me, you twat, it's on Saturday. Of course it's on a Saturday because we didn't play Thursday, did we? The man who has dived in, a sliding tackle, studs up at the last minute to come and save the day. It's Stan, the man in Canada. How you doing, Treacle? I'm doing very well, Danny, and I'll let you into a little secret. Up until a couple of days ago, I also thought the game was on Sunday. (laughs) And it's now left me in a really big dilemma because the match here will be at 4.30 in the morning. And my usual provider, Peacock, isn't showing that one live, which means... I either have to get up at 4.30 and watch a dodgy stream or, but I can't do that, you see, because I've got this really important dinner in the evening with my missus with her new work company. So I've got to be awake and not drowsy if I get up at 4.30 and I've got to go to school at 11 o'clock. So I'm not going to see the game probably until about two o'clock in the afternoon here, by which time I will have probably found out the scores and everything. So it's all going to be ruined. I have a feeling they don't care about us, Dan. No. I usually work these things out very well in advance, but it's so I got I. it all wrong. I got it all wrong. So I've got a Google spreadsheet with all the podcast stats and data on like listener numbers and uh, and um, how many were live and from all the various platforms. So just so I can have some gist of where we're going. And I've got every single game down in October and the start time and all that lot already in the, the pod numbers. Yep. And I've got this down for the 1st of October. Well, there you go. At least, at least uh, September's going to get a, a boost of a, a few thousand extra listens, which is good. Just yep. hit the 30k for a month. That's not too bad. Your internet is uh, a little bit choppy, or is it mine? Am I getting choppy? Um, I don't know. You see my code to me. Oh, jolly good. There's actually people here. <laughs> Hello, people. There's a film. Yeah, my voice. Everyone in my family's got COVID. And uh, I'm the only one who didn't have any vaccinations, and it uh, looks like I got away with it. So up your bum. Uh, so they're going to try and kill me in other ways, but I've, I've got a bit of a sore throat. Uh, Phil Macker is there. Is anyone there? Kate is there. Keen Phil. Kate is currently on holiday in, oh, I think it's Turkey. Oh, did nice. put, but I can't remember. Um, uh, Phil's just saying hello to people. Oh, she's in Turkey. There you go. Um that's what a lovely place to be because it's 13 degrees here and I don't like it. Right, I don't expect many people to be here. Yeah, Nick, I do I do sound crap. I feel good, though. But again, I just slept from a sentence, Stan. I went to sleep at half past six this morning and I woke up at half past eight tonight. I woke up a couple of times before that, but I thought, there's no, there's no point in getting up. I've got nothing to do. How wrong was I? So I've quickly gorged myself on a banana and I'm ready to go. Uh... Who else is there? And lots of numbers. I'm here for what it's worth. It's going to be a great show. Phil uh, was meant to go on holiday tomorrow, but bloody train strike. They put the prices up. Scumbags. Procrastinating mm. Womble. That's not where they stick the vaccine. Isn't it not? Isn't it? Oh, dear. Oh. 
Kate says, hoping I'll be able to watch the game tomorrow. It's 32 degrees here. Nice. She'll give you a time out for that, Kate, telling me that you're some lovely warm while I'm freezing my ass or sat next to a heater. Uh, Tom Andrew, uh, I think you only joined us recently in one of the previous shows. Hello, Tom, how are you? We've got nine people watching on... Oh, no, on the uh, on the Twitter as well. I think something underneath my chair the other day, Stan, went ping, and now I'm leant over a little bit like this. So my whole right side of my shoulder yeah. giving me giving me jip. That's the kind of world we live in, Stan. I don't know how to get a medal, at least. Right, let's get on with this uh, this shoddiness before before it gets too out of control. I didn't even look at my own streams, did I? Right, where's the game on? I can hear nobody asking. Well, it's on BT Sport 1. BT Sport Ultimate, and apparently it's going to be on Radio 5 Live if you want to listen and talk radio. <sighs> well, there you go. Whatever's in that bowl is now on the floor, thanks to the cats. Um, talk sport, not talk radio. And uh, if you're in Brazil, it's going to be on Star Plus. So rather than asking someone, what could there have been? There's nothing in that bowl. Bastards. Stand a bit worrying. We've heard that Emil Smith Rowe is out until the new year, having some, I think it's a groin operation. Does that worry you? I'd rather we get it done if it needs to be done, you know, rather than having a, a player sort of like limping on and off. I'd just rather get it all sorted out and get him back fresh and ready to go. But a big miss, you know, this is a player that scored so many goals for us coming off the bench. Real, mm. threat, real threat coming off the bench, you know, we've lost that, unfortunately. <laughs> But it doesn't, I mean, the bloke's only 22 years old. He's got a, at least a decade ahead of him as long as he doesn't go full Jack Wilshere. But 18 goals in 86 games for Arsenal. We have missed his uh, explosive form when he comes on the pitch as a substitute. And I mean, we had that run towards the end of last season. He's the only one scoring goals coming off as a sub. That was uh, coming on as a sub. That was fantastic. So uh, they've actually updated Wikipedia and it says there's a new section, squad number changes. Whoever runs the Arsenal Wikipedia... You do a, a damn fine job. There's been uh, quite a few players that have changed their numbers. Has anyway, it? We're not, here. We're not here to talk about numbers. Who else is injured? Cedric Suarez says a knock. No one cares. Zinchenko, that's another worrying one. This is a quote from 16th of September, so I'll ignore it. Uh, Kieran Tierney, head injury from the 1st of October. That's today. Oh, potential return, 1st of October. Party, potential return today at the 1st. And Reese Nielsen. And Mohamed Elneny, still no return date for him. Um, yeah, do you think they're playing mind games, the usual North London derby mind games, or do you think uh, Tyrannese and Chenko and Party are all going to be out? Um, a head injury depends how severe it is, really. Maybe a couple of days, you know, he, he, he's, he's okay if it's not too serious. But it was interesting that we had a couple of our players come back in between their games on international duty. Tomiyasu played his first game and then came back to us without an injury problem, and Thomas Party was taken out and came back to us. So um, I have no idea what's going on. I didn't think that you were allowed to call a player back in between you know, their international games if there was nothing wrong with them. Obviously, if a player gets injured, they usually just send them straight back. They don't want to deal with it. So I, was, so I don't know why they've done that, but if it's good for us, and it means that we have more um, uh, you know, of our first-team players ready to go for the North London derby, then all the better. Uh, there you go. Uh, for, uh, oh, I'll be too early for team news. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 14 hours, 13 hours too early. Ah, Loki is there. Um, 
Uh, Kate says, why is it not 2.30? Strange time. Uh, they just want the uh, the Saturday lunchtime game and ruin our days, doesn't it? So you've got nothing to look forward to in the afternoon. Oh, maybe Nick has said that you're looking at your app and it is uh, you're two hours ahead. Uh, yes, there you go. Well, that was a, a, a riddle solved within seconds. Lovely. And the next thing we've got to look at, Stan, is the previous games, right? Um, I think we've played more games against the scumbags than we have anyone else. The We've won 84, we've drawn 54, and we've lost 67. So we are plus 17 on these scumbags. Very first meeting between us at our place. 9th of November, 1896, Woolwich Arsenal 2, North London Interlopers 1 in the United League. So there you go, I didn't know that. Um, last three, We always look back at the last three games at the Emirates in the Premier League. The last one, the 26th of September, 2021, Arsenal 3, Spurs won. We scored first with Smith Rowe, then Aubameyang, then Bukayo Saka, an explosive first half. And then we kind of uh, tapered off for the second half. They scored with Son in the 79th minute. I do actually remember that game, Stan. I remember thinking the amount of shots we're having and the amount of possession we're having, we're going to win this 8-0. It didn't turn out like that, did it? No, really, as you say, it really tapered off in that second half. Yeah, quite annoying. I don't know why we do that. It does irritate me. Oh, Mr. Boblex is here. Even though, oh, we're all shitting it right now. <laughs> I do worry about the North London games, uh, Stan, because back in the days when I used to, I went as a season ticket holder for the best part of 20 years. Um, I used to sit next to Mark and Paul and Karen. And Mark's brother, who had been going since the 50s, said, I, I refuse to go to North London derbies. He couldn't cope with the stress. Uh, anything like that? I tend to get more excited you know, yeah. I really look forward to it. And, uh, you know, especially like the day before, I'm usually quite amped up and ready for it. So I'm really disappointed that I'm going to, I'm not going to be able to see it fresh with everybody else tomorrow. And it's mm. going to be a huge gap after the game finishes that I'm going to get a chance to see it. It's my well, one of my favourite fixtures of the season, you know? It's probably it my favourite fixture. Yeah. The first fixture I look for during the, when those fixtures come out is what's playing on my birthday, October the 10th. Then I look for the North London derby at home and then I look for the, the North London derby away. And so, uh, yeah, they are really, they're so important. Yes, I don't know why that isn't working. Oh, I was looking at the wrong one, wasn't I? Um, just trying to get Twitch to work on my own thing. Is it working? Nah, it doesn't want to have any of it. Scumbag. Right, uh, what are people in the chat saying? How do you lot feel about it? Uh, Phil said, Trevor, a message approved already. Potty mouth, Phil. Um, where is it? Oh, so many Windows people. Um, I think my ah, biggest, Mr. Boblex, go on. I was just saying, I think my biggest concern going into this, into this particular North London derby is I think it will be a miracle if uh, Gabriel Jesus doesn't come out of it with a yellow card. I think it's going to be very difficult for him not to get a, pick up a yellow card in the North London derby, especially as he's a player that, you know, he's not shy in putting it about if he needs to. You know, he doesn't shirk away from getting stuck in. And if he picks up a yellow card, then, you know, you've got to look ahead to the game after that and think, well, if there's a if there's a 90% chance that he's not going to be available, available for Liverpool, then we need to make sure that we get the most out of this fixture. Can't, can't be a draw. Can't be one point, you know. It has to be all three points because, for me, I just think you know, looking ahead a little bit, I just worry that we'll be going into the Liverpool game weaker. 
slightly mm. weaker or a lot weaker without somebody like Gabriel Jesus if he's not available. And I posed a question yesterday when I was on a fan circle, and that is, if you could only have one, would you take, you know, beating Spurs and drawing at Liverpool, or would you take a draw with Spurs and beat Liverpool? And there were some people that, that, that were saying that they would rather beat Liverpool because they, they would no. feel that it would, it would be higher for our credentials in beating Liverpool. But personally, I'm of the opinion that we need to beat Tottenham. And if I could take the win at Tottenham and a draw at Liverpool, that's, and I could only choose you know, what I said, I, that would be the one that I would choose. I agree with that, How any? I mean, it is a, a more um, prestigious win to beat Liverpool, but if we beat Liverpool, they'll take it away from us. They're going, yeah, but it's not the same Liverpool. Look where they are now. They're not having, mm. do you know what I'm getting at? They'll, they'll find a way to take it away from us. Plus, I won't be seeing the Liverpool game. I'm trying to organise someone to do the Liverpool game because uh, the, my birthday's on the Monday. So the Sunday, me and Sean are going out, paying 260 quid to get her insured on the van so we can go out together. And it'd be my first proper day out since the beginning of June. All my illnesses have all buggered off and I'm fit and healthy again. And uh, so we're going to go to Cambridge. So I'm not going to be able to see the game, which is bloody annoying. And yeah, so I'd always want to beat, beat Spurs. Uh, just looking, you mentioned about um, Gabriel's. This, this, this show's going to go on for a little bit longer than normal, I think, people, because we're in no rush. But Premier League this season, as you said, he's got... Seven games, four goals, three assists, and four yellows. Last season for Man City, one yellow. Season before that, two. Season before that, three. And then you look back, goes one and six in his first season in the Premier League. No, six and then two. So his second season in the Premier League, 29 games, 13 goals, four assists, and six yellow cards. Have you got any idea why he's getting so many yellow cards? I mean, to get, that's, that's more than one every other game. He's not afraid to put it about, and he does also find himself in situations where he's in tight situations with a few players around him, and he's trying to wriggle the ball out, and there's probably feet mm. coming in, you know, and feet go astray, and he gets dodgy little, you know, dodgy little bookings. He has to watch mm. that, but as I say, I think it'll be a, a miracle if he comes out of the North London derby without a card, right? You I know, and you say that he also gets more protection when he was at Man City, so he didn't have to lash out as much. Um. Maybe that he wasn't so much as a, as a central figure as well, you know, trying to lead the team on, if that yeah. makes any sense, you know, putting yeah. himself out, out there more. But do you also think that, you know, a manager like Conte would say to, you know, would say to Tottenham, looking at the bigger picture, look, make sure that, you know, Jesus picks up a yellow card, because if they don't have him at Tottenham, they'll be weaker and it might give us an opportunity that following week to pick up points on them as well. So it wouldn't surprise me, you know, if, if, you know, he's mentioned it, it's been mentioned to the, to the Tottenham boys to make sure he gets the yellow. So I feel getting around the swear filter there. Lovely. Saves me a job. <laughs> uh, cheers, Mr. Bob. And says we'd probably lose to Spurs and lose to Liverpool. I'll be Avis. No, so, uh, Loki will beat the chicken fiddlers three, one feathers will fly. Oh, Avon, not Teddington is there. How do, Avon? Right, uh, the next uh, previous game is the 14th of March 2021 and it was uh, behind closed doors. God, we're going to look back at that time of games without um, fans and think it's mm. so weird. I downloaded them all, so I've got them all somewhere. So weird. And then the fake crowd, crowd noises. Anyway, they score first. Eric Lamella, 33, 33 
uh, Odegaard, 44, and then Lacazette, penalty, 64. That was one of the three goals he probably scored that season. But looking at our lineup, Leno gone, Suarez don't play, Gabriel here, Louise gone, Saka, Tierney, Xhaka, Odegaard, Party, Smith Rowe, Lacazette gone. Um, yeah, but there's his, that Gareth Bale playing for them. And then we had Pepe and William and El Nini come on as subs. So, but in that game, like you were saying, we got a book in once with William in 82. They got a book in 40, 63, 69, 76. And Eric Lamella got a straight red on 76. So he, he managed to get two yellows. Do you remember what that was for? Because I've no. got no idea. No, I don't remember no. that, I'm afraid. Anyway, so that was um last two win games at home. We beat them. And the third one, we only really go back three games because other than that, it's not really relative. It was the 1st of September 2019, mm-hmm. and it was 2-2. Uh, the scoring was open by Ericsson on 10. And then Harry Kane got his uh, obligatory penalty just before half time. And then Lacazette looks like 45th. So I think that might be just before we go in. And then Obama Young with the equaliser on the 71st minute. Again, looking at the team that we got here Leno gone, Papadopoulos gone, uh, Louise gone, Kalasnic gone, Gwenduzi gone, Torreya gone, Pepe gone, Maitland Niles gone, Lacazette and Obama Young gone. And so the only players out of that starting eleven that will play tomorrow is Granite Xhaka. So that's and that was only that was only almost exactly three years ago. What wow. and I, I mean, do you never remember a team other than Watford that and, and and Nottingham Forest that have managed to get rid of an entire starting eleven within a couple of years, three years? Yeah, it's crazy when you think about it. But the ever present yeah. Granite Xhaka remains. The, the the return of the Xhaka, the the um the Return reborn granite Xhaka. <laughs> um, Procrastinating Womble says, a manager like Cunty, that's apt. <laughs> Anthony Herbert. Herbert. That's a new name. Hello, Anthony. My voice isn't usually like this. Big up the lads. Looking forward to the game. But how do we stop Son and came in this game? Uh, can we add a Rick Olsen to this, that list, Stan? Yeah. Um, I think uh, the, the the big battle has to be in midfield cut off passing lanes to somebody like Son. And if you could get him in that position where, you know, where sometimes if, if Kane can't get the service, he tends to drift deeper and deeper and deeper looking for the ball. If we can get him into that scenario, then that means he's further and further away from the goal. You know? And we also need to start really quickly, like quickly, like we did against Man United. That very quick, fast start, you know, straight up, straight, them. straight off the blocks. But I was saying, I was saying to the boys from Fan Circle yesterday, my my favourite scenario in a in a North London derby it would always be something like Tottenham score first, and they're all sort of like got their towels up and they you know it's a, they figure they're going to have a lovely day, but then just before half time we equalise, and it comes out again in the second half, and we get uh, we 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 get the second goal, so it's now two one to us. But then they equalise, and they believe they're on the verge of at least snatching a point. But in say like the ninety third minute, we scored that elusive third goal, and then you just <laughs> literally can pause your video and and literally see the moment their souls leave their bodies. Rise. <laughs> you put a lot of thought into that. I said it a few times because I think it's one of my favourites. It's a roller coaster. You know, obviously, yeah, you want to smash them five nil, but you know, to get that roller coaster feeling, that is the perfect scenario. It is. Um, Loki says, 22,445 days since the Spuds last won the league. Take that in, people. 
Uh, Womble says, you stop Kane with a mirror or that kid's toy with the different shapes and the matching holes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> says, and, <laughs> and Kane finally gets sent off for being a car. Um, yeah, the, what would you say was the most important player for us tomorrow, um, whether they start or they don't start, or that is going to really be able to make a difference in how we, we approach the game and our possibility, possibility, possibility of winning it? Well, I mentioned a few minutes ago about how the midfield, I think, is going to be important to have the rule of the midfield. And I think it might be really important then that Martin Odegaard is firing on all cylinders and like, you know, when he becomes the puppet master and he's pulling all of the strings and connecting everything together and finding the ball through to players that are getting into space. If he can have a game like that where he's the puppet master, I think that will be that will be really good for us. That that defensive midfield role is going to be the most important um, thing for us tomorrow with, uh, like I was saying, if you know my Amazon Alexa, I've got a, the show eight. This is you know what that is, it's one with the screen on it. The one with the what? The Amazon device that's got a screen on it. No. So I've got it sitting here on my table. Oh, okay. It keeps saying to me, recommended music for you, John fucking Barrowman. <laughs> How is I've never Send listened back. to that in my life. Send that back, man. Oh, that's that's forty. How would anything recommend John Barrowman? <laughs> That's very obscure, isn't it? It's, it's taunting John Barrowman's me. greatest Christmas hits. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, yeah, like Andy's saying, uh, party is key for us. We just don't look the same without him. And if party doesn't play, who would you want um, Sambi to go and play in that role? Or would you be happy for Jacker to drop a little bit deep? Because I think, I don't know. I don't know what I think. I just know that is a huge problem. I, I think that if it's a, if if something's missing, uh, I'm of the belief that don't make a second thing faulty as well to fix one thing. So by pulling Jacker back out of that position and moving him deeper again, then does that mean that we get the older Jacker that we had before that we didn't really like too much? He seems to be doing really well in that position. So let's not let's not spoil that and try Sambi. If it doesn't work, we can then maybe have something ready in case that doesn't work during the game. But if party's not available yet, I would probably keep Xhaka where he is, not tinker with that. Yes. Um, quote here from Thierry Henry. When we won the league, and <laughs> when we won the league at Tottenham, they came back to 2-2 in the last minute. I think we won the game 3-2. Uh, in the last minute of the game, and they're celebrating because they're happy to draw against us. Obviously, and I remember saying to Mauricio Tarico, do you realise we only need a point to be champions? And they said, and they all, in brackets, were really shocked. So I said, yes, now we're going to celebrate on your pitch. Bye-bye. Kind of sums up the, the level of competition that they are for us, doesn't it? Yeah. Scumbags. <laughs> um, uh, Craig from the same old Arsenal. How you doing, boss? Um, they are going to come and counter. We have to score early. Come on, yeah. you Arsenal. Score yeah, early. we need to do it. Because if we do we do like we did before, we'll shut them down in the first half. But we can't afford to do what we have done too many times this season. Have 101% possession, have a dozen shots at goal and not score. We really need to make sure that Jesus does it does get the ball and he isn't uh, far arsing around on the wings or dropping deep to get it. I want him to stay and just be a Gary Lineker-type striker and just goal hang. And you pop a couple in sun and then you can go wandering. Loki says, Son is their player to stop, chop and foul. Um, 
Craig says, uh, score early, they crumble. Ah, oh, Demsec is there. How you doing, Treacle? Um, but uh, BX Gunner is here. Evening, everybody. Greetings from work and the Hurricane Central. Yeah, we were talking in one of the um, WhatsApp groups. We had uh, Chris Lodato and Daniel both live in that area, and they were without power for the best part of a day, I think. I think they just got drunk. They didn't really care. Uh, Demsec says, if no party, White as a CDM and Sambi as a number six. Could that work, Stan? I don't think there will. I mean, it was a little bit like when, you know, there was a lot of people saying that Chambers can always play in the midfield. We never really saw it. We never saw it, did we? Never happened. I, I don't think that. I think uh, White would be a similar thing. You know, I don't think we'll see him playing in that position. I don't think that uh, the manager wants him there. Mr. Bob Black says Spurs never really had smart players, did they? Otherwise, they wouldn't be playing for Spurs. That is very, very true. Phil, still waiting for your one golden tweet per show, uh, Phil. As I tweeted yesterday, the trust era could have been even shorter than the Spurs golden era, era when they won all those league titles, possibly. Uh, Bob Black says he means eight and six in the party position. Um, for no party, then... Oh. That's two different things. He's been training now, hasn't he, Thomas Partey? I think they all have. Yeah. Um, Zinchenko and uh, and Tierney as well. Um, Womble says they called the Hurricane Ian, really. Yeah, they do it alphabetically, and then they do it uh, male, female, male, female, uh, and in rotation. Right, uh, where else are we looking at? League, let's have a quick look at the league tables, Dan. Got this from last time. It still stands up. If that was Spurs that were right at the top, people would be going, oh, Arsenal have got no chance. But now we're at the top. They make... They've made almost nothing about Arsenal being at the top of the league compared to how we were when we were bottom of the league this time last season. It's just uh, it's just the way of the Arsenal fan, isn't it? But it's just, that's how I like it. I, you know, I don't really, you know, I don't want any favours from anybody else. It's obvious that yeah. they don't like us. We haven't got any friends in the league. It's just us against all the other teams in the league. And, you know, anything like that, I would put it up on the notice board, you know. Whenever anyone's talking anything negative about the team, Put it up on the notice board and say, look what they're saying about us. Just laugh. Just go out and keep showing them what we're doing. I don't care yes. if we don't get in pats on the back. I, you know what I mean? That's, that's not what I'm looking for. I just want to get the job done. Ah, Truss is Loki's local MP. My local MP was John Major. We've both had local MPs that were Prime Minister. Mm. And both were shit. Yes. Uh, Phil says, Spurs are building a first 11 of thugs. And they are more than halfway there. That could be Phil's golden tweet of the show. Don't, don't they even have a couple of injury worries themselves? I think Iloris is doubtful to play. And also Kulaveski, who's been a key player for them, I think is also out. So again, that's something, another little thing that goes into our favour. I'll have a quick look. Scroll down the table, down to the scum. Ben Davis is out. A late fitness test. Hugo Lloris says late fitness test, 75% likely to play. Tomorrow we have another training session to check on his physical condition. Hugo is one of the players with some physical problems, and we hope to see him on Saturday. Dejan, muscular injury, late fitness test, only 25% for me. He has been one of them. In the last, yeah, last since the January transfer window when they got him in on loan, he has probably been their best player. Um, or maybe Kane, actually, because he's pulled his finger out of his ass. And Lucas Mora, a 75% chance of playing. So plenty of uh, hope there for us of players that aren't going to make it. 
just looking down at all the other teams that got injuries, Newcastle <laughs> got ten players out injured. Bloody hell! Yeah, and the least is a. Uh, I don't know who is the least. He's got only two. Southampton only got Southampton. West Ham only got two. Um, right, what else was I going to look at? I've had a look at this. Um, yes, yeah, so the formation. I think uh, if I go but to my our best formation, which is going to be this. Um, how close do you think we're going to get to that tomorrow? I think. Would you agree? This is our best formation. Formation, yeah. Or would you say it was more that I, 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 right the back. formation? But yeah, start the starting lineup for me. Um, yeah. I think that Mikel Arteta has a decision to make that he's really kind of holding back on. Yeah. What I mean by that is, had Tommy Asu been fit at the beginning of the season, ready to go, I don't think Saliba would have started straight away. I think we would have seen Ben White in the middle against Gabriel, and Saliba would have had to be waiting, and we wouldn't have. And that would have harmed us, right? Because he scored some goals and we wouldn't have seen the magnificent performances that Saliba's made. Now that Tomiyasu is fit and looks to me that he's ready to start games, to me it looks like Mikel Arteta is hesitating on what he wants to do at right back. Because if he puts Tomiyasu back in, he's leaving out a £50 million defender in, in, in white. Or, is he gonna, or would he make the decision to put white in and take Saliba out, which I don't think he can. So it, to me, it looks like he's hesitating. And I want to see a solid back four. I don't want to see a back four that constantly rotates. I prefer to see myself a defence that plays a lot of games together and has a good understanding. And I also think that the back four should contain Kieran Tierney when fit. And I know that a lot of people like Zinchenko. He's a shiny new toy. And the way that he sort of moves into that left area in the midfield. But I also like defenders that, for me, are defensive-minded defensive minded first in the defence. And I think Kieran Tierney does have that. So, mm. you know, at the moment, my back four would be Kieran Tierney, Saliba, uh, Gabriel Saliba and uh, Tommy Isu. One thing we haven't seen this season, we know that Zinchenko for uh, Ukraine plays as a defensive midfielder. If we've got Tierney fit and Zinchenko fit, do you think there's any chance that Zinchenko can go and play in that defensive midfield hole if party isn't there? Because that seems to be the position we're most worried about. I think so, because I think initially Zinchenko is a midfielder first and a defender second. Do you know what I mean? And the reason I say that is uh, I was listening to um, Dean Saunders and Talk Sport, probably one of the only people on there that I, I enjoy listening to because he, he has a good way of explaining things. And he Who was talking, uh, Dean Saunders. Used to play for Liverpool. Oh, yes. Liverpool. Well, International. Yeah. Oxford, Villa, Liverpool. Yeah. And he was saying they were, they were talking about fullbacks and they were talking about the Trent Alexander situation, about not even being able to get into the England team. And Dean Saunders was just saying that although he's really good going forward, for him, a defender needs to be able to, to, to defend first. That's the first thing that they need to be able to do. And he said, you know, the reason, you know, defend football players playing defence is because they're not good enough to play in the midfield. They're, not, they're just not good enough. It's just a fact. That's why they play in a defence. They're not good enough to be on the ball for periods of time. So have them at, in the defence. And he says, now we're trying to change that where we're training our defenders to try and stay on the ball more. So someone like Zinchenko, the point I'm trying to make is, he's, he seems to me to be a midfielder first in a, in, a, in a team that's embarrassed with riches to fit in at left back. So I don't think there'd be a problem for him playing in the midfield. And I've never seen him play in the midfield for the Ukraine. I've never watched him play for the Ukraine, but I hear reports that he's very good. One of their key players uh, playing in the middle of the park. So 
I'd like to see that at some point. And I think that's one of the reasons that he signed for us on an understanding that he would get more opportunities in the midfield than he was getting at Man City. Hmm. Um, someone in the chat, I'm going to give you credit for this. Uh, Mr. Bob Legs, is Tierney fit? Didn't he have a concussion playing for Scotland? That's been that look. They played the Ukraine, exactly. Ukraine and he didn't play against Ukraine. Game before that, it was uh, they beat Ireland 2 1, and the date of that was Saturday, last Saturday. And he did indeed come off. He came off, um, where is it? So Scotland's on the left. Tierney came off after 42 minutes. Um, so he obviously had uh, an injury and he didn't play the next game. So, yeah, I'm not sure. It would be more precautionary that. than actually being a con- concussion, right? You know, if a player bangs their head now, it's, you know, it goes straight to the yeah. top of the list of worries. So hopefully That's it's a precaution. Um, it says here, um, on the going back to the, the injury list, given to any head face injury, head injury, 1st of October, late fitness, just 75%. So uh, cheers for that, Mr. Bob Lex. It's been an look, and I think we, we might be all right. Um, there's been a big hoo-ha in America, hasn't there, about my team, Miami Dolphins there. What's Is happened? it Tua? Um, he had a, a, a head concussion two games in a row, They found that, or an injury. I've not I only heard it on the radio for five minutes while I was WhatsApping you whilst trying to stuff a banana down my gullet. So I'm going to have a look at that later, but that is worrying. Um, you know more about the uh, NFL than I do, and I live closer to it, so... <laughs> <laughs> I don't follow it at all. I, I couldn't name a single NFL player apart from Matt Talua, whose name I'm saying wrong. But I do I do like to watch maybe five or six game, Miami Dolphins game a season. I've not missed a Super Bowl since 1984. I watch it for entertainment, and I can't, I still don't understand why you can't throw the ball through the H. Well, yeah, you can kick it. Why can't you throw it? They, they need to think about that. Um, Demsek, another option is White Saliba, Tommy Ashu, Katie. Tommy plays left centre back for Japan. Yes, indeed, he does. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. he's very um, yeah. uh, versatile. And he said malleable. What the hell am I thinking? Phil says 100% wise, as uh, as always, Stan. Yeah, I let my, my missus hear you saying that. She'll piss herself. Where, where is she at the moment? Um, she is out at the dentist, I believe, this morning. I meant to have a dentist appointment January this year, and then I've had another feeling break in half and fall out. And then uh, I've got my doctors to write to them, and they sent me a letter back saying, You can't, there's no appointments. I thought, Whatever <laughs> again, <laughs> so I have they'll, to go be, they'll, be doing, they'll be doing dental appointments by Zoom calls next, like telling you what to do on the screen. <laughs> It's just, uh, oh, there you go. Uh, another music for you, The Proclaimers. Two decent songs. Amazon is trolling me. Um, is Zena fit to play? I think he, he will be. Um, Womble says, Bananas go up the, up the tailpipe. Beverly Hills ref. Yep, and then they stop the car and then they explode. Demsec, you have had dropped the concussion sub. Have they? Hmm. Fuck's sake. Um, Bob Lex says, it's he playing in a left back as a that makes no sense mr bob um phil Mecca, is the missus bringing you back a mcmuffin stand that's what we all need to know i've i've started going back to quarter pounders of cheese now i had one the other day and now i've been like binging on them i have two cheese quarter pounders with no gherkin no onion I tell uh, you, it's a bad, it's a bad move having a, a McDonald's just open twenty four hours, literally like just out by my 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 gaff. It's just, uh, 
I've had two o'clock in the morning and I'm watching. I should be going to bed. I think, well, I'll watch, uh, I'll watch some wrestling. I think I could go and get some chicken McNuggets as well because it's open. Well, I, I think about this and I thought I'm, I'm going to be 52 next week and I've never really splurged on food or anything. I don't really like it. I just sweets, chocolate and crisps. And I'm thinking, well, I'm getting closer to the day I die. So at what point do you go fuck it and just do what you want? It's getting, the day's getting closer every week, Stan, where we can just go, well, we've only got 10 years left to go. Might as well just go mad. Yeah. Well, there you go. I'm a, I'm a year ahead of you, so I've started. I already started that. Oh, I'm born in seventy. Eight, two well, years ahead of me. Yes. Um, right. We were waffling on. I was meant to go back and have a look and see if Zinchenko played um, in that Scotland game because uh, I don't think he did. No, he's not been on international duty. I don't think Zinchenko. Oh, wonder I why he, that I is. He, he stayed behind. I'm right hearing that. No, I'm sure I remember hearing them saying that he didn't actually even go on international duty, Zinchenko. Well, I'm just looking at the last few ones, and he has indeed not been a part of any of it. Recuperating, hopefully, and hopefully there's ready to go another option. It is. Well, I'm happy about that. So let's talk about about the game. How do you think the game's going to go? Because we've been waffling for 37 minutes now. Well, I kind of, you know, what I said earlier, it, it's a it's a must-win game for me because if we're going to be missing Gabriel Jesus for the Liverpool game, we need to make up for that. If I was Gabriel Jesus, I'd be thinking to myself, well, I need to get a couple of goals in this one to make up for my absence, in, you know, in another big match, which everybody's going to want to see against Liverpool. So that should be the mindset, you know, and I'd be sort of like saying that to, to him through training throughout the week. You're going to get a couple of goals on Saturday, like as you might not be, you know little bit of a laugh and a joke because as I said it's going to be a miracle for him not to pick up a yellow got to start tough on the off a little bit like the Manchester United game get out and straight away and like Craig said you know if we can score a goal uh, very very quickly it will help to crumble them you know but yeah, then again in my think... back pocket I do have my 3-2 scenario with, you know what I mentioned that I laid out earlier I do have yeah. that secretly that I would love to see that happen which does mean that they have to score first obviously for us to come back and crush it to 1-1 for half time and then play out the scenario but I just want to see a Tottenham win a Tottenham and an Arsenal win just want to see an Arsenal win three points in the bag I think a big part of the game is going to be I just think about this is going to be at what point does the referee go right no more free fouls someone's going to get booked it's probably going to be they're going to make six or seven rotational fouls and then the referee's going to go in his head no, no more now and then we're going to make one tiny little foul and they're going to go like yellow 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 and they go What's that? It should be from the the moment that whistle blows, a yellow is a yellow. There should be no free ones. No free ones at all. And, you know, looking back at our previous uh, games, we haven't had any problems creating chances. That hasn't been a problem for Arsenal. Mm. There was one game we scored, we, we uh, created 16 chances. I think the following game after that was something like 22 chances. Problem is we're not converting enough. You know, we're doing the hard yeah. work. For me, the hard work is creating the chances. You'd think you with the number I mean? of goals we've scored this season... Um, I put it on Premier League and see who scored our goals this season. Um, if you'd like to update yourself anytime soon, that would be an absolute delight. Hey, who's just got four in seven? Martinelli three in seven. Erdegaard three in. Th- oh fuck me! Saliba two in seven. It's going to be the child, isn't it? Ghostbusters. You'll be back in five minutes, ten minutes, brother. I'm doing a show. Oh, okay, that's fine. Say hello to everybody. Hello. hello. Stan says hello. <laughs> hello, Baba. Bye. 
There you go. That's fathering. Good for you. It's not an easy job, but I managed to pull it off. Saliba, two in seven. And then we've got four players on one goal each. So um, let's have a look and see uh, what people are saying. Phil says 3 0. Boblex, 4 1. And 2 1. Demsec, 2 0. And you're going 3 2, did you say? Yeah. I'm going to go. It is hard, isn't it? Because you've got those front three fucks. Um, Son's just coming oh. back in the form, isn't it? He started the season off mm. quite slowly and he's just hitting form now, which is un- unlucky. Jamie Hattrick. There again, you were playing, who did they score? Leicester, wasn't it? Did they smash? I think it was, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, Bergie's back in. That's nice. So I'm going to go. I'm with Mr. L- I'm with Loki 73, though. Hopefully it will be Martinelli Day tomorrow. He's really looking good this season for me, Martinelli. That first season was about 10, 10 goals in all competitions. Mm. Then there was a trail-off, wasn't there, because he had his injury and his COVID. But he is getting back to his best. He's getting into some really good goal-scoring opportunities. And I think that he's going to um, increase on the 10 goals that he got in that first season. I'm going to go 4-2. Ooh. Because we've shown this season awesome. we, can't, we can't keep a clean sheet but we can create a load and sometimes sometimes someone's going to get a shonk in and I think that might be tomorrow that we're going to score loads of goals. Either way, it's going to be a great game. Um, that scoreline takes me back to the North London derby under Unai Emery, which is my last my last match that I attended. Oh, are you planning to come over here anytime soon? No, it's too far away, Danny. It costs a, yeah. cost a small mortgage to fly to the UK from, from Vancouver. So I'm going to be going to other places near this side of the world. But I was living in Amsterdam at the time, so it was quite an easy trip to make. And my missus booked it for a 50th uh, birthday weekend, which included a surprise party in a pub, which scared the life out of me. Because (laughs) there were friends of mine in Amsterdam and I was like seen on the Thursday. They were going, have a good time at the match and and have a good weekend in London. And then on Saturday night, they were walking into the pub. And I'm like, what are you doing here? I I was like so dim. I'm like, oh, look, there's Clarkie over there. What is he doing? Didn't work out there. It was like a party for me. So I was any of your friends from Amsterdam come over to Canada? Um, Not yet. Oh, no, because of of COVID, isn't it? Because of the COVID and stuff like that. But there there are a few people that have told me to get the spare room ready. Oh, yeah. lovely. Um, are you available for the post-game show? To, no, you're not. You're busy tomorrow night. I forgot you said that beginning yeah, of the show. I'm completely yeah. running around. I'm not sure whether we're going to get to see the game. So it's going to be one of those rare ones that I'm not going to be able to. I love watching them live. There's, that's a game I like to get up for because I know that everybody else is watching it. And uh, the best thing about it is after the game is to listen to everybody's reactions, whether it's good or bad. So I'm going to miss out on all of that. So, um, yeah, good luck to everyone. I'll be there in spirit, willing them on, and um, let's get three points, please. Yeah, um, I'm not sure what time the post-game show will be tomorrow because there's no way I'm going to be going. For me to get up at 12, I'll have to go to sleep at 6, uh, 6 a.m. And considering I didn't get up until 9 p.m., I can't go back to sleep after being awake for nine hours. That is never going to happen. So I'd imagine, people, that the post-game show tomorrow will be maybe 7, 8, 9 o'clock, something like that. Um, I've got my IPTV working on my Amazon Fire Stick, finally. And what an absolute delight it is. No, I don't. I don't have any of that equipment. Um, Yes, so um, bear with us tomorrow, people. I will be tweeting the time. I will be setting up the YouTube and then um, just to keep an eye on YouTube and you find out what time we're live at. I've completely messed this up. Normally, if it had been, if I'd have known it was on Saturday, today I would have got up at midday and then I've done the same again tomorrow. But, you know. 
they've gone and messed me around. So thank you very much to everybody in the chat. Hopefully my voice will hold out for tomorrow. I'm going to go and gorge myself on corned beef rolls, and I may have an Edam roll as well. I tell you what, Santa, I live the life. Um, thank you very much, everybody, turning up at such short notice. Thank you very much, Stan. You have been an absolute delight as always. Thank you, mate. Thank you for having me on. Catch me at Stan underscore the underscore man 68. And also Thursdays and Sundays on the Arsenal Fan Circle. And that's on YouTube. Um, they don't do Twitter or anything like that, do they? Just no. YouTube. Yes. Good. Lovely. Um, and we will see you, everybody. Oh, people are saying answers. Thanks, guys. Great show. Come on, you gunners. Procrastinating Womble. Thank you. Have a good night. Loki. Thumbs up, cheers, all up the gunners. Um, right, uh, which outro would you like, Stan? We have got this, all this time off, and I still haven't made any more. We've got the Stephen Dave talking outro, or we've got the Anfield 89 outro. Let's have Stephen Dave talking. I've not heard ah, that one, lovely. So, um, if you are new, give it a uh, subscribe, and if you like it, give it a thumbs up. If you don't like it, go to the Gooners podcast and give all of their shows a thumbs down. Um, we'll be back tomorrow, maybe eight, seven, eight, nine o'clock, something like that. And uh, thank you very much for watching. We've been a Burkett Wonderland, and you have been listening. Goodbye. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Get down, dog. Splendid business. He nearly caught the bloody thing. What are you talking about? <laughs> so I was just eating a full quiche. Well, you don't often see him at him. So when you see him in the supermarket, they need to be swagged, microwaved immediately, and get the brown sauce on one. Bosh, Bob's your uncle. Never in doubt.